Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Well, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about social media, how you can get results on social media, how you can sell, create brand awareness. It's up to you because we have different goals. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Gerard. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing good, Anatoly. Thank you for having me. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing great. I check out your LinkedIn profile. Yeah, you have extended experience about this field. And uh, yes, uh, uh, before we start, uh, tell about your background, your experience, and why you decided to take this topic. Yeah, so um, I've been in the industry for about 10 years. Um, I got in the industry kind of by mistake. Also, I'll, be, I'll tell you the quick story. But um, basically, I was going in for a job, um, a job interview for a hospital call center. Somebody overheard me, a recruiter. Um, he was like, man, you'd be perfect for sales. So I had no sales experience, no sales background. He asked me to sell him a pencil, like straight out of Wolf of Wall Street. And then um, next thing you know, I'm working in digital display, um, this digital marketing uh, ad tech network for display advertising. Did that for three years. Also worked at Can Lions. I was a VP of an agency after shortly after that. Worked at several different SaaS platforms. And uh, as recently, um, before I came to Hootsuite, I was working at a company called iPull Rank. So if you're not familiar with it, it's a you know, small agency I based out of New York that specializes in technical SEO and content. And um, one of the big reasons why I got into personal branding and social selling was, you know, I was tasked with going after enterprise accounts. And I was thinking, how do I get in touch with enterprise accounts when they don't know who I am or they may not be familiar with my brand, right? So my whole thing was, how do I create content that influences the decision-making process way earlier in the sales process? So just telling your story, be relatable, informing clients about, you know, SEO and content strategy. And just being a real person, man. And I, I've been able to see some 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 great results. So I'm happy to go into more detail as we move along. But that's pretty much how I why I got into it. Yeah, yeah, I love it, love it. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> insights about your experience. And you know, uh, I think uh, uh, you don't need to have uh, some uh, knowledge skills if you are passionate about something. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, yeah, if you know nothing about sales, digital marketing. Just do it, you know. Uh, I usually, it. yeah, I usually go to Google, uh, type uh, uh, any keywords, for example, uh, LinkedIn marketing and guides, tutorials, and uh, read as maximum as possible. You can do it on YouTube as well, you know, just learn anything. And uh, from my experience, uh, I avoid best practices or something like this because um, <laughs> I think if something works for someone, it doesn't mean it works for everyone. Yeah, it's better to find what works for you. And uh, yeah, it's only consistency. Um, okay, yeah. let's talk about uh, Hot Suite. Can you tell more about uh, this tool? Because um, I think um, uh, many people are searching for ways to optimize the experience on social media, how to create a lot of content at scale and uh, how this tool can help you. That. Yeah, absolutely. So, so for those not familiar with Hootsuite, it's a social media management platform. So it essentially allows you to, you know, do things like analytics, social listening, understanding what your customers are talking about online. It helps with things like brand reputation, um, customer care, um, paid social, you name it, right? It's just really but the importance of having all of your social data in one place so you guys could be, you know, make more decisions on the fly and be proactive instead of reactive. So that's pretty much what, you know, Hootsuite is. We work with, a, you know, over 
over 200,000 customers worldwide. So, you know, very well-known brand. It's a great tool. So for those who are looking to get it, you know, looking to learn more, I'm happy to tell you guys more about it. But essentially just think about how do you optimize your social media, right? Because you guys remember 10 years ago, social media was just a blip on the radar, right? It wasn't a part of a whole marketing organization's, you know, um, marketing plan, right? It was just a blip on the radar, another channel to communicate with customers, customers. But now it is the main channel to communicate with customers. So it's important to have access to all of the analytics so you can make those decisions and and learn from your customers yeah and you know uh um, can you tell more about advantages that you have uh compared to uh some well-known tools uh in this industry because uh, uh from my experience um i often see when uh users use uh, uh similar tools they usually set up the same message uh for uh, all social media but you know people have different mindsets uh, it's not the same on instagram linkedin facebook yeah uh, can you tell how to uh uh adapt uh, your content uh and uh, to get uh, results and why your tool is better or have some advantages uh, uh, to other similar tools yeah i would say one of the main advantages of hootsuite is our ability to integrate with so many different apps right so our our ability to integrate with you know some of the best in class social listening customer care um some of those tools it really allows us to be very nimble and flexible for our customers and really just do a one by one case by case scenario, right? What works for, let's say a Nike or Uber may not work for, you know, another organization. So the ability for us to work with so many different different other tech platforms out there and to really create the ideal solution for our customers is what makes us stand out from the rest, right? And I would say one, some, one thing that you, you asked earlier as far as um, what are some other technical advantages we have as far as the platform is just being able to, to Govern, govern your content, right? Your content strategy. If you have an organization of over 100 people just on your content side, just being able to assign who does what and being able to have that high level view of who is doing what and when and what impact it has on an organization is essential. So I think that's one of the main ways of, of how we're able to help customers, helping you plan your posts, publish your posts, right? Making sure you have a streamlined process to make sure you're more efficient across the board yeah valuable love it okay <laughs> let's talk about uh selling on social media uh, i often see when accounts oversell you know they don't care about audience and uh, they ask me i don't know what's going on i can't get followers nobody wanna follow me it's hard what's going on when i check out their profiles i can see they only sell you know they don't care about audience <laughs> uh, with your extended experience, just tell uh, what to do, how to take care about people, how to share value, how to find ideas, what to provide on social media, because it's a big struggle. You know, for example, uh, when I check out some uh, guides uh, about social media, they proclaim you need to post uh, one, two times a week. It's nonsense, you know, uh, I, I disagree with that. Uh, how you can cover a uh, broad audience to post only one, two times a week. Uh, uh, for example, uh, Gary V shares to post as maximum as possible. I love this experience because you know, consistency yeah. helps. And um, sure. uh, these guys usually proclaim if you post a lot, uh, you uh, annoy your audience and they will uh, unfollow you. You know, okay. Uh, possible uh yeah. one uh, can unfollow and they uh, and you can gain uh, 10 new followers you know that's okay you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, tell about uh, your strategy how to find ideas uh and uh, to be consistent on social media 
Yeah, so I think consistency is the biggest the biggest part, right? Um, when I first got on the social, when I first got onto LinkedIn, I didn't really understand what the true opportunity was. It was right, or still is, right? So for those listening, LinkedIn has 750 million users on the platform, but only two percent of people post, right? And what I hear the most is, "Jared, man, I don't know what to do, or what should I talk about, or it's not the right time." And uh, what do I say? How how do I stay authentic? And how do I be professional? How do I do both? And it's really just you know, everybody says value. You hear from all the, like you just mentioned, you all of the influencers talk about value, stay in your niche, right? But really value is subjective to the user, right? Things that you may feel or I may feel valuable is going to be different from how you feel, Anatoly, right? So you need to be just, you know, do what feels right to you. There's content all around it. So when I first started, I was just thinking about, you know, if I talk about SEO or only SEO, I feel like nobody's going to care. I'm the new guy on the block, right? I'm the new SEO guy. I wasn't in the industry for 20 years. I wasn't in a lot of those circles. So I'm like, how can I penetrate and get into those circles? So let me just be myself, right? So what I one of the first posts that made me go viral was kind of like I, I mentioned to you earlier about my story. So it was like, hey, I'm 20 years old. I was working at Starbucks. I was a waiter. I was doing a bunch of things. And then boom, I had my first child at 20 years old. I got to put my big boy pants on. So what am I going to do? So I'm up on a deed every night and I'm putting out resumes. I'm I'm trying to do everything I can to change my career and better my life. And then boom, I get a call about a, a sales job and then it changed my life and I got into the digital marketing. So what that did was it basically didn't just make me, it made me more than a salesperson. It made me a person. And I think that's the biggest key when you're selling on socials, right? How do I be a person? And the way I talk on LinkedIn is the same way I talk on Instagram and I talk on Facebook, right? I just want to be a person. I want to be the person that you want to get a beer with or get a drink with or hang out with. Or when you do get 50K budget, 100K budget, I want to be the person that's top of mind. So the way you do that is staying consistent. You post from the heart, you know, and you post how you feel. I'll be honest with you. I have no process. I haven't automated a post. I haven't done anything. I go from the heart. If I feel something, if I had a bad call yesterday, I'm posting it today. If somebody said something interesting on the meeting, I'm posting it. My son said a funny joke, I'm posting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just how I, I am. So that's what I've seen work. Got a lot of great responses. And and just the DMs have been great, man. I, I'm super grateful for the connections and people I've met. Um, you know, a lot of CEOs, a lot of VPs. Um, I had a lot of brands reach out. I had Google, LinkedIn, Amazon. So any big tech company you could think of reached out to me while I was going through my transition phase. And I ended up landing at Hootsuite for the, you know, for the fact of that I love social media and I felt like I wanted to help them, you know, expand in this growth phase. Yeah. You know, I couldn't agree more with uh, being yourself. Uh, it's mm -hmm. the biggest asset. You know, when um, yeah. uh, I often see when people uh, copy influencers uh, and when they check out some the best practices, uh, proven <laughs> strategies, you know, they do what a thousand others do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you, you can't provide something new and unique it's the same with watching one movie twice or uh, read the same books uh, i often get uh, the request about a new movie when uh, someone replies to me you know uh, no, nothing special uh, nothing new uh, the same plot i watch uh, many similar movies you can win <laughs> Uh, on this game be yourself because nobody can copy you you know <laughs> you're that, unique that, you know yeah the the and you know uh, uh that was struggle for me when um, 
I've learned from Gary Vee uh, to post as maximum as possible, to be consistent. And I didn't uh, know what I can post. You know, it's hard. But uh, yeah. when you have this experience, when you do it, as you told, you know, just uh, post everything about your son, about your family, about your life, everything, just do it. You, you can improve your experience. You can improve, uh, you will find new ideas. And today, yeah. I, 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 you know, from my experience, I only have a lack of time. You know, if I have more time, I'll post more. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's it. You have to do what, what works best for you, right? Some people I know post three times out the week. Some people post two times a day. It's all about what works for you, right? As long as you press the post button, you're good. I've said this on a, on a post the other day. Um, I got a lot of, um, of responses from, but think of LinkedIn like the world's biggest con networking conference. And every day you get to be a keynote speaker. Right. And I, what I mean by that is just think about the massive opportunity. If only two percent of people are posting. Right. Let's say there's only 0.3 percent of salespeople that are actually posting in the U.S. So that means I'm in the 0.3 percent of actual salespeople that are putting out a marketing message and getting in front of customers. Right. So that's the perfect way to differentiate yourself. Right. So all the people listening out there, don't overthink it. Be yourself. Just whatever feels right to you. Right. You hear a lot of people say, hey, stick it, you know, stick it to your specific niche. Like so, you know, shout out to Chris Walker and Dave Gerhardt. Like those guys are very specific to their niche. But for me, what works is being broad. Right. Some days I want to talk about SEO because I've been in it for three years. Some days I want to talk about content. I've done that for three years. I've done programmatic. I've done ads. I've done, you know, content strategy. I worked on the agency side. I might want to talk about a plethora of things, right? So that's mm -hmm. how I'm able to help my audience, right? So but just talk about anything, being nimble. And the main thing is, right, just being top of mind and just supporting other people. Even if you don't want to post, the best way to get connections and grow your, grow your following is by supporting others. You see an influencer, like, share, comment, make a, a valuable POV on their comments, right? And that's how you make yourself known. You build those relationships. So when you are in sales and you do have to hit that number, you're not scrambling, right? You actually have relationships that you could tap into. Yeah, valuable, valuable. Uh, I want to share one more uh, tip yeah, that sure. I use. Uh, uh, I usually steal ideas from uh, by reading blog posts. Um, yeah, I, by, yeah, by the way, you know, uh, if I steal these ideas, I always tell <laughs> where <laughs> I, I did it, you know. And yeah, I share these ideas because, you know, most bloggers have no time to uh, reshare this content on social media. They, uh, you know, they even yeah. share this content, but they don't care a lot about that. They just post the link, uh, check out my new article that's it you know without special yeah. uh, uh treatment and you know what i can do i read a lot of blog posts uh, i take their ideas uh combined with my experience and i can check uh these offers tell uh, check out their articles uh, it's good but you know when you engage with audience you can get a lot of ideas uh, today, today bloggers post a lot in, in digital marketing um, 100 posts i have no time to check out all of them but i i sc scan them you know i choose uh, the best that i like more and uh, read them and uh, post my content combined with experience yeah that's if you it. have no ideas, just take them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's ideas all around us. Everything we do is an idea. Everything we do is a story, right? How we woke up this morning, how me and you met is a story. Um, you know, what happened with you and your coworkers? What happened with you and your wife? Anything is content, right? It's all about what you want your audience to listen to. For me, I just want to be a, a, a real person. I want to be the person with the hat and the hoodie. And that was another thing for me that helped me, right? 
I see everybody on LinkedIn there. They think they have to be buttoned up and professional and suit and tie. and You have to be a specific way. Right. So when you're scrolling and you see a gentleman, an African-American with a hat and a hoodie, you're like, who, who the heck is this dude? And then you listen to me and I actually have valuable content and then it helps you gravitate to me even more. So so let your personality shine through um, of just another plug. Another thing that we do on Hootsuite. So you mentioned about like finding articles and finding content inspiration. We actually have a tool called Amplify that allows you to curate, you'll, you know, say if you want an instance, you want a business insider, Forbes, social media insider, uh, SEO journal, any of those pieces of content, you could actually have it curated. So all you have to do is just post the link and then, you know, post it on social media automatically and automate it. So that's something that's really cool. But like you said, there's content all around you, man. There's a ton of influencers. Just don't steal stories. That's the only thing. Don't steal somebody's personal story, but everything else is free game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you tell more about Hootsuite? Uh, 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 in the point that, um, you know, from my experience, uh, these tools can, um, uh, I mean, like social media platforms can diminish yeah. uh, engagement when uh, you are using tools. Uh, yeah. And uh, because tools usually submit their links and uh, uh, many platforms don't like it, you know, they just diminish engagement. And um, uh, can you tell how to avoid this uh, decrease, I don't know, nobody want to lose uh, engagement. Uh, but yeah. when you are using, you can get it. Uh, can you provide your insights how to avoid it? Yeah, for instance, um, like say for instance, anybody using Amplify right now, right? So if you guys mm -hmm. aren't familiar with it, you have you may have seen it on somebody's post where it's like, hey, check out this new article, click this link, and it'll say Alley or Bitly or Sprinkler, or it'll say a bunch of a bunch of things, right? But one thing to consider is that on LinkedIn specifically, right, or most platforms, they want to keep you on the platform. The way they monetize is by keeping their audience on the platform yeah. so they can deliver more ads and monetize more, right? So with that in mind, if you're trying to take somebody off the platform, the algorithm is going to notice that, right, and say, hey, whoa, Jared's over here without a link. I'm going to give him a 1,000 views versus Anatoly. I'm going to give you 50 views or 100 views, right, And which may be way lower than what your organic reach potential could be, right? So what I would do is, I wouldn't just share the article, share three bullet points about that article, right? What interests you, right? Share a unique point of view. Why do you want to share this with your audience? And then share the link in the actual comments in order for the algorithm not to see that. So what I've noticed is at least a, a two to three X increase in engagement when you actually put the links in the comments and not on the actual post. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, let's talk about sales. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> On social media, users have no buying mood, you know, but um, uh, we can change this mood. For example, if I open Facebook, I'm not interested to buy anything, you know, I want to check out how my friends uh, uh, are doing, uh, what they post, what they feel, you know, uh, but yeah. uh, how to change this uh, uh, mood, you know, and tell them uh, uh, my uh, products are great, uh, they can help uh, you decide your problems, simplify your life and something like this, just uh, tell you from your experience uh, what to do. <laughs> yeah, so you, you hit the nail on the head. So if I'm on Facebook and I want to talk about my family, my life or whatever the case may be, I'm looking at my cousin's post. The main thing or how I get intention is by educating, informing or entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. How many times have you scrolled past and you've seen a short clip or a boxing fight or, or a basketball clip or maybe Grant Cardone saying a motivational message, right? And it just happens to pop across your feet. You have to stand out, right? The thing is you shouldn't be selling. You should be educating and informing them, right? Because consumers nowadays, they're so savvy. 
There's so much options in the market. There's so much content out there. It's very hard to break through the noise. So how you break through the noise is by being absolutely different from everybody else, right? How What, what would my audience particular, right? Know more about your audience. What would they like from my brand? And it's not just a sell, right? Knowing what stage of the funnel they are, right? Is this their first introduction to my brand? What does that introduction going to look like, right? How do I stop their scrolling experience, right? So knowing your audience is key. Great storytelling is always great. Um, and just being able to, you know, stand out or separate yourself from the competition. That's the only way you do it. So entertain your audience. Nobody wants to be sold. They want to be told, right? And the more you entertain me or inform me about how good your product is in a real life setting, it'll help me influence my decision to come to your product, even when I'm not thinking about sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's talk more about uh, entertainment. Uh, for example, yeah. uh, uh, my video designer told me, you know, we can do this. We can uh, uh, provide some <laughs> comic stuff. Uh, we can uh, use jokes. But I, I replied to him, you know, I, I'm not a comic guy. You know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not my way. Uh, I, uh, I want to be myself. I know that it takes time to improve these skills. If you want to be a comic guy, if you want to uh, provide comedy, yeah, you can do it. But it takes time as uh, anybody else, you know, just uh, do it. Uh, uh, can you tell more about entertainment? How you can entertain your audience? Uh, for example, uh, uh, if you want to educate them or provide some uh, different type of content. Because uh, if um, uh, if I want to play myself, that means mm -hmm. uh, I want to be myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So so for faces me, right? Um, I, I do rap, right? So I rap on the side. I've been rapping mm -hmm. for, since I was 12 years old. Um, shout out to TNT, which is my music group. So at the end of the day, what I would do is, right? And shout out to Alex Sheridan. He's somebody who really does this really well, right? So he sells content or video editing services, right? So he helps people level up on LinkedIn. But he does, he has personalities, right? He'll have one day where he's the newscaster guy. He's like, hey, what's going on? Or one day he's a he's rapping about content, right? I've posted something about the 10 sales commandments where I was actually rapping over Biggie Small's 10 crack commandments, but I was talking about the different things you could do in sales, right? To educate the audience. But that's something different, right? If I would have just said out of nowhere, where these are your 10 best tips about sales, right? Nobody would care. But it's all about the creativity. How do I capture your attention? Right. So that's where the entertainment comes in. Just tap into your creativity. If you sing, sing about your services. Right. If you draw or you're artistic, draw something, make some art. Right. But being creative is what's going to help you stand out on every platform and help you do mm -hmm. better sales. So entertain them, inform them. And the more they see you, the more they're going to be trust you. They're going to love your brand. And then when you actually have an opportunity to meet, it just simplifies the sales process. Man, I've had instances where people have reached out and said, hey, man, I've been following your content for two years. I love your stuff, man. Um, can you talk tomorrow? I've got free budget. I'm like, whoa. And then when we get on the phone, you know, it's just like, hey, man, I'm so excited to see you. I'm excited to meet you, man. I love your content. And then I don't have to sell. Literally, all I have to do is have a conversation. And then you're so trust. I'm so I gained so much trust from you that you're willing to tell me your business problems. And when you tell me your business problem, it's easier for me to create that solution without having to do several different calls. So mm -hmm. that's the that's one of the main benefits, guys. Yeah, interesting, interesting. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, how to communicate with the audience? Uh, for example, um, 
I often see when uh, social media accounts uh, reach out to me and tell, please uh, provide some insights. I check out their content and can see they don't reply to comments. You know, <laughs> people <laughs> write comments to their posts and they usually just like them. That's it. Uh, <laughs> when I ask them why you don't reply to comments, they tell me uh, Gary Vee don't, uh, doesn't reply, Tony Robbins doesn't reply. <laughs> you know, terrible. these guys have a million <laughs> followers. They have no time to reply to them. By the way, Garvey shared that he replied to all comments uh, many years ago when he started. Uh, today, of course, when you have a million followers, it's hard. Uh, sure. Can you tell uh, your insights how to communicate with audience and uh, why we need to reply to comments that we have? Yeah, because nobody is obligated to sit there and support your post, right? In order for you to get to where you want to go, you're going to need people. You're going to need you know, an audience to help support your goals and your growth, right? So if you're not responding or you think you're higher or better than anybody else, you think your information is more valuable than the rest of the network, no, man, you're just a regular person. We're all in this together. We're all trying to figure it out on the fly. So I respond and comment to everything. I don't care if you like my post. I don't care if you just said something that didn't make sense. I don't care what it is. I'm going to respond, man. And that's a way for me to start building a relationship with you, right? And that's what I'm all about. Like the more relationships I have, the more um, the more opportunities I have to do business in the later, right? I might not, you might not be in my vertical. You might not be in the services for social media, whatever the case may be. But as long as you're in my network and we can start building and having those interactions over a course of time, then we really become friends. And I've seen this happen dozens of times. So I respond to everything. I'm in every single DM. For those who don't do it, you're missing a huge opportunity, right? Because nobody has to support you. You want yeah. to keep that following going, right? You keep you want that loyal support. You support people. You support their posts. You comment on their stuff. Um, and even think about influencers, right? I'll tell you a quick story. Um, for Dave Gerhardt, me, how me and him got really close, right? So I was always a big fan of Dave's. I see him post. He'll post three times a day. He's getting a thousand likes every post. I'm like, God. Damn, how are you doing this? Right? I'm like, I'm like, how the heck are you doing this? So one day he put out like three posts and they were all fire. And I'm like, man, you got the NBA jam net going on, man. You're on fire. And there's 500 comments. And then he comes right in there. He's like, yeah, man, I got the Sean Kemp going. And me and him are having a basketball conversation in the comments. But what made that stand out, it was very different from everybody else. Everybody else is like, hey, Dave, great insights. And I love your feedback. Hey, man, that's good stuff. And I'm like, man, that was cool as hell, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it just stood out. And me and him, be, you know, we created a friendship off of that. I ended up getting him on the podcast and, and we're cool to this day. So just standing out, being yourself. If I wasn't being myself in that comment and if I was just being what you, I would thought he would have wanted from me, we'd have never connected. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about hating. You know, uh, if you reply to all comments, I think you can get some hating comments. For example, from my experience, when mm -hmm. I launched my YouTube channel, Russian channel, I got a lot of hating. You know, Russian replied to me, uh, go to Ukraine, you know, <laughs> you don't need to speak Russian. And uh, uh, that was the case when I started my English channel as well. <laughs> because, yeah, English is only my third language. And, yeah, I got uh, something similar. Uh, and um, uh, uh, once my son decided to uh, start um, his uh, TikTok journey, uh, mm -hmm. he, uh, uh, I love, by the way, I, I love his content. I tell him, just do it, be consistent. And mm -hmm. once he stopped, I asked him, what's going on? 
he replied to me, you know, I got some hating people that doesn't like, don't like my stuff. I, I, you know, oh, I, re- I replied to him, uh, by the way, he's 11 years old. I replied to him, you know, if I stop when someone hated my content, uh, I never uh, come to any places, you know, just be yourself. Don't care about them. And it's interesting that I've learned some insights from uh, Seth Godin. Gary Vee, yeah. by the way, uh, shared uh, something similar that uh, uh, Seth Godin uh, told that he doesn't check out uh, uh, comments on his uh, 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 books on Amazon uh, yeah. from 2011. Because he doesn't want to know that someone doesn't like his books. Garvey shares uh, something similar. He uh, doesn't care about hating comments and something like this. He just, uh, he doesn't want, uh, uh, it doesn't mean that haters are not right. Of course, they are right. They are right in their ways. But uh, uh, if your post can't help them, uh, it helps someone else. Uh, Yeah, just go to another post, find uh, other people. uh, Yeah, Uh, And for me, um, uh, I started to avoid uh, hating comments because I don't want to get this negative impact. No, I don't want to take it. Why I need to get it? Uh, I even, you know, in my company, I have uh, two specialists who reply to my comments. And uh-huh. if they uh, get some hating, they just reply, thank you for your uh, thoughts, you know, yeah. Uh, thank you for your hate. <laughs> we love it. Wish we you love luck. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I found the way how I can handle it. Uh, I don't read these hating comments because someone can reply uh, instead of me. Can you yeah. share uh, from your perspective how to uh, handle hating comments? Yeah, man. For, first off, man, shout out to your son, man. For him to, to just go out, you know, step on a ledge and do what he, you know, do what he felt right, man. Shout out to your son, man. So to be honest with you, man, I haven't dealt with hating on LinkedIn. That hasn't mm-hmm. been my experience, right? Like my old boss said something that was really cool and, and helped me, you know, be more comfortable about being myself, right? If people don't like the hat and the hoodie and don't like who you are, don't like what you put out, right? They're never going to do business with it, with you anyway, right? So why would I care about what they think or what they do or how they feel about me, right? I'm here for the people that are for me, right? The people that do find my content valuable, the ones that do want to do business with me. If you don't, that's cool, man. But I haven't had, I'm, I've been waiting on it. I've been waiting for somebody to come in there. Hey, Jared, I hate you. So I can blast their ass, but they, nobody's done it, <laughs> so, but nobody's done it. So I'm grateful. I haven't had that experience. So. You know, for those that, that are, are are experienced hating on social media, man, that means you're doing something right, right? You still was able to stop somebody out their day and have them stop what they were doing and comment on your post. So you made an impact. And mm-hmm. if you look at it that way, then it's all about mindset, right? Like, so don't let negative content or hating influence you, man. Stay positive, stay on your track, keep your blinders on, man, and just stay focused. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. you know the haters, they're going to hate. And if you do have haters, you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of my son because he <laughs> started to uh, be himself. I, I replied to him, don't copy others. Don't copy uh, Mr. Beast or someone exactly. else. Be yourself. You know, you can copy him. Uh, he's great. Yeah, just learn from him and go to your way and doesn't care about this <laughs> comments yeah. at all. Okay. Uh, uh, is he still doing it? I'm sorry. I'm curious. Yeah, he... yeah. He, he has uh, uh, over 300 followers, you know, on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's amazing, man! Shout out yeah. to him. No, not oh, bad. I I told him uh, don't care a lot about uh, how many followers you have. Just go ahead, you know, because Mr. Beast uh, got first thousand subscribers after uh, an year and a half, something like this. Yeah. Uh, 
PewDiePie got first uh, 285 subscribers after filming 100 videos, you know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting because uh, these guys just love what they do. They don't care about uh, results. It's like playing, I don't know, basketball, ping pong. You don't win when someone will pay money for uh, your uh, passion. You just do it because you love this experience. It's the exactly. same with creating content. Yeah, if you uh, like it, just go ahead if you don't like it find something something else you know yeah it doesn't mean that you everyone needs to be on social media uh, and you know i, I have another yeah. issue um that i often see when uh new uh, accounts limit uh, themselves with some standards for example uh, uh when um i i got the request why you post this content on linkedin because it's a uh, business social media you need to pay attention with b2b uh content yeah. on instagram it's the same just uh, post content uh, or stories uh or short videos um I disagree with that. I think that if uh, you don't like some st standards, just be yourself at any it. places. Yeah, you can combine with uh, some preferences. You can, uh, but uh, it's better to create new standards. What do you think about that? As far as creating new standards, as far as how yeah. you repeat that one more time, man. I had you just now had a, had a great response. I mean, repeat that one more time. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, what do you think, uh, for example, if someone proclaims that uh, you need to film videos on LinkedIn because you get a lot high, uh, high engagement or you need to create stories for Instagram, uh, what yeah. do you think? Do you, do you need to limit yourself with some standards or uh, just find your way? Find your way. Find your way. And as far as like videos on, videos on LinkedIn is really well, but it serves a purpose to make yourself more personable on the platform. That, but as far as views and reach, you get more views and reach actually by just text post. A poll, mm -hmm. you get a lot of reach now, but I'm not a big fan on the polls. I feel like people just ask you anything now. So it's like, do you like tacos or pizza? And it's like, what the hell? What are we talking about? Mm -hmm. If you just want views or reach, that's cool. But like, all right. But um, yeah, videos are good for that format. If you want to do reels or stories on Instagram, do what works for you, right? Me, I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to edit video. So I used to just, you know, type however I felt, man, I'll tell you a story and I could whip it up in two minutes and just post it. I'll edit it later. You know what I mean? So that was me. And I've had a lot of posts with typos that got 20,000, 30,000 views, you know? So it's all about just being comfortable in yourself, man. Find what works for you. Your audience will tell you what, what works for you and what they like. They're going to tell yeah. you when they're going to, you know, they're going to reward you with their likes, their comments, their shares. And then what you see works, you start doing a content audit, right? After every month. What performed the best? Why did it perform the best? Mm -hmm. What time did I post it? Was it something I did differently? And then you analyze those things. And you come up with your strategy. Yeah. Uh, can you tell how do you improve your writing skills? Uh, because uh, from my experience, uh, it's consistency as well. You know, uh, yeah. you need to write every single day. Uh, great book offers write plus a thousand words a day. Even Jack London uh, wrote on his books a hundred years ago that he uh, wrote plus a thousand words a day. It's interesting that today we have tools. <laughs> you don't need to, to count all words. Uh, but a uh, hundred years ago, he <laughs> didn't have these tools. He, I don't know how he counted them, but yeah, he did it. <laughs> yeah, right. Tell, <laughs> can right, you GPT tell, too, we're not going to have to write it all. <laughs> yeah, don't search for excuses. Can you provide your insights? How, uh, if someone want to be a great uh, writer, what they need to do? 
Yeah, so I, I would read a lot of books. There's um a lot of I would just follow a lot of the copywriters like like Dave Gerhardt. Gerhardt he has a lot of information like the laws of copywriting, right? Making short, choppy copy, right? Just talking about you know talking on LinkedIn how you would on other platforms, right? And being very digestible. Nobody wants to read one long paragraph that's not spaced out and no emojis and it's never going to happen, right? So understand what's working on the platform, see what other people are doing well. And for me, what works well, I just like to have one or two sentences. It should be very succinct what you're trying to do. And it should play off of each other, right? If you're telling a story, just be, you know, beginning, middle, end, and then just have your hashtags. Make sure you add that at the end or the bottom. Three, no more than three works for me. Um, I don't know about everybody else, but that's what I would do, man. I ha- I can't sit here and say that I sit here and write a hundred blogs a day. I hate, hate I hate writing blogs. I can't, I can't stand it. You know what I mean? Like I just like to write with however I feel, and it just comes up in five minutes, two minutes. Um, for me, when I don't think about the post, they perform better. Like when I sit mm-hmm. there, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be the most valuable thing, and everybody's gonna see. Oh, this is gonna get a thousand likes. It gets twelve likes and three comments. I'm like, shit. Uh, uh you know it's often <laughs> you know i yeah, often you know get, how it goes. Uh, yeah but when i spend some time to craft some uh, uh i can feel that it's a piece of art you know the best content that people might see but when i get a uh, hundred views a few likes i i don't know oh, no way when you wrote something nonsense some simple stuff and when you get 500 likes thousand likes you can <gasps> no why why, so why people love it that's how it happens yeah exactly exactly man so if that's the case man i just do you got to just do how you feel and if it doesn't you get another shot tomorrow you get another shot later in the day it is what it is i think people take linkedin too serious or just social media just remember social media just manage perception what do you want to be remembered for mm-hmm that's really what it is. What do you want to be remembered for, man? I know for me, I've been in the industry for 10 years. And before getting on LinkedIn, I didn't have much of a network unless I spoke with you, unless we got on a sales call, unless we met for beers, we met at a conference, right? But think about how many of that is, right? I've met, I've grown from 3,000 to nine to 10,000 followers in two years, right? And out of those 7,000 connections, I feel like I know at least 70% of those people. Mm-hmm. So imagine that, imagine that impact on my life, right? Or maybe the impact I may be having on other people's lives that I don't know about. And that's the things that keep me motivated, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Uh, by the way, you, you mentioned that um, uh, to write uh, uh, about some lengths, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, I think mm-hmm. that, um, you know, uh, from my experience, we don't need to limit uh, with the length format as well. For example, uh, I yeah. got one uh, uh, one uh, email marketer and he proclaimed to me that um, uh, uh, concise, uh, short uh, body exactly. letters provide much higher results. But in his case, he, he gets much higher results with uh, long uh, emails uh, and uh, he uh, share, uh, sh- uh, shared some interesting emails when he got mm. a lot of results with uh, long ones uh, mm. and um, you know i think uh, for example uh, and that x uh, speakers usually get much higher engagement with a shot for months uh, but uh, uh, simon sonic got uh, yeah. high engagement with uh, uh, long ones that means uh, you don't need to copy others just uh, exactly. if you if you can write some uh, uh, long story or uh, i don't know long content just do it you know be yourself for example um 
uh, on uh, YouTube we got uh, uh, over uh, hundred thousand views on uh, our Russian YouTube channel uh, with video that uh, all uh, content in the top ten results uh, get uh, uh, have around uh, five ten minutes, you know. But we yeah. uh, filmed video. Uh, two hours <laughs> and got, <laughs> yeah and uh, it's in the two top the top 10 results and yeah I think, uh, yeah yeah uh, and uh, i think testing is the best approach to figure out what uh, by the way can you share how do you test uh, your results how you uh, measure uh, uh, engagement uh, because uh, we know likes comments uh, shares uh, can yeah. you provide more insights about that yeah, to be honest with you, I, I, I measure my success based on the amount of DMs and relationships I have in that. Mm -hmm. So so I don't look at the vanity metrics like the likes are cool, the comments are cool, the shares are cool, right? But it's not how many likes, it's also who likes your content, right? Who likes your content? If you got 100,000 likes and you don't know who these people are, they don't really know you, it's just they, they you did something that was kind of spammy or something like that, you know, to get your reach up or whatever cool but there's no real relationship there right if i get 17 likes on this post and it's about my life i'm going to work those 17 likes i'm going to thank those people i'm going to go in their dm or they're going to come in my dms right and you mentioned about the emails which was interesting like i can't stand emails i never send them because when mm -hmm. i see in mail i think sales mm -hmm. right that's the first thing i think of somebody's pitching me i don't care what it is a recruiter it's somebody's going to pitch me some stuff and i'm not interested so I don't send in mails at all. Right. What I try to do is I try to connect with people and not make a pitch at all because then I lose the sales leverage. Right. Mm -hmm. If we're friends, I might only get one one um, favor from you, Anatoly. I get one. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't be like, hey, all right. All right, John, I listen to you. I'll take a sales call. And then tomorrow, hey, Anatoly, can you come on? I mean, I just did something for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't want to lose my leverage in the sales process. So I don't make any ass, man. If you you know, I, I use a good line. This is I want to share with the audience. Teach them how to fish and they'll learn you sell fishing poles. You mm -hmm. don't have to sell to your audience. You don't have to say, hey, look at me. This is my service and my product. All you have to do is just educate them. And if they like you as a person and they like what your content and feel is valuable, they're going to find out what you do. They're going to go to your website. They're going to go to your profile. They're going to go to your YouTube, right? They're going to look at more things and, 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 and you know, basically put themselves in and chance themselves with everything that you do. And once you have that, you have a loyal follower and then you can do what you want. You can sell them hats, shirts, hoodies. You can sell them marketing programs. You can sell them whatever you want. Right. But the whole thing is get that loyal following, make that genuine one-on-one -on -one connection and take it from there. And if you're going to do in mails, be different, be different, mm -hmm. right? What you, people are getting a thousand a day. What can you do from to separate yourself from Joe Schmo? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So valuable. Okay. Jared, Thomas, thanks a lot for your time. You. you know, yeah, a big pleasure to learn from you. You know, you share a lot of valuable insights. I agree with many stuff that you <laughs> told me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, tell how people can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, on LinkedIn, it's Jared Thomas, uh, J-A-R-R-E-T-T-T-H-O-M-A-S. You come to my profile, connect, DM. I'm always accessible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a LinkedIn black voice to follow and amplify. So shout out to the platform for, for the recognition. It's really cool. So if you go on the platform, you'll see me like Stephen A. Smith, the CEO of Essence, and you'll see me in there. And, and for me, as a professional coming from the Bronx, man, who didn't have a plan that didn't really do it. I was just a salesperson like you guys, and I wanted to do something different. I was taught the same ways of, hey, send a thousand emails. Hey, do all of these different activities. Just show that you're being busy. And I didn't want to do that. 
I wanted to mm -hmm. engage with real people. I wanted to make myself known. So I just started creating content. I stepped out of my comfort zone and it changed my career and it changed my life, guys. So if you're really thinking about changing your career, open up doors for yourself, your family, just create content. It's just LinkedIn. There's content all around you, right? Tell about your family. Tell about yourself. Be different. Be unique. And, you know, everything is going to happen for you guys. So Anatoly, thank you, brother. It was a pleasure, man. I would love to get you on my, my, my podcast. I'm starting back in January. If you guys want to hear more content, go to YouTube, Brankable. You'll see a bunch of the episodes there. And, brother, it was a pleasure, man. I'm so happy for this opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So valuable, inspirational. You know, the last quote, very inspirational. <laughs> okay, guys, <laughs> you can find all these links in the description below. Listen to us on Google, Apple, Spotify. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Jared. You know, yeah, Thank it's you a pleasure. <laughs> Thank, you. On the show. Thank you, brother. Have a great one. Talk soon, man. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.